Do you ever like um? Do you have a drink of choice while we're doing the podcast? A drink of choice? Yeah. Do you have like a go-to drink? These are probably a Coke Zero. Yeah. This week, I normally have like a squash or something. This week, I've got like a a cranberry and raspberry drink. Oh, yeah. that's a bit fruity. Well, it's <laughs> it's fruity, but cranberry's like the worst drink because it actually dries dries your mouth it's really weird it doesn't it makes you thirsty what was your thought process behind behind the drink well it's red isn't it it's red (laughs) (laughs) so you got myself Paul you got myself Griff and this is your top streaming guide podcast as we begin season four of the Paul and Griff show how are we doing Griff I'm good. I'm a lot better than the weather. Oh, it's windy here in it's horrible, sunny, yeah. ha- sunny Hampshire. It's very weird that we get the same weather. We don't normally do it. It's normally like... You're usually snowing and I've got like sunshine. Easy... Why do you have like a, a Sean Connery twist on your snow? <laughs> very, <laughs> you know, very snowing. Very snowy. Beautiful sport. <laughs> um, but apart from that, I'm good. Um, lovely bank holiday weekend. And I've been excited to start season four. Oh, we're here. All change, all change. Year two. Oh, new categories. Your same favourite hosts. Oh, I like that. It's probably not true. Probably they've probably got loads of hosts they prefer. Your same geezers. Your same geezers. Ebenezer squeezers. Just smile to our faces. That's all we ask. Fridge freezers. Fridge freezer geezers. Um... (laughs) Bacardi breezes. <laughs> Only different ways to say geezers. Um, yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. Oh. Um, yeah, we've got loads going on. Obviously, we're going to talk what we've watched this week. Uh, we're going to hit from the vault something from the past that um, we've watched to see if it still how it still sits and if we still like it and stuff like that. It's going to be good. We've got a lot going on this week. I'm excited for it. And everything um, is on streaming services. So there's no excuse for you not to watch it too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, obviously, yeah. The, the only rule we have, because we love rules, uh, the only rule is it has to be on a streaming service. So your Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, it'll be something that everyone can watch, hopefully, no matter where you are. So we're not saying BBC at nine o'clock on a Monday, because that's somewhat limits. Um, totally, totally. It's good. But one thing that hasn't changed is we're going to start off like we do every week, and that is with this week's movie news. Bum, bum, bum. Yes, there was discussions, but no one's taking our movie news away. Ah, Let's start uh, with, rather than trailers for this week, let's start uh, a little dish Netflix has got. We finally got a shuffle feature, and at the moment, I don't like it, but with a little bit of tweaking, I think it could be good. Have you tried it? I haven't tried it. I, I, I noticed it now. I noticed the little thing, and it says, like, random choice. But the thing is, we discussed this, and we said this would be fantastic if it was, like, on like shows, like Simpsons is a great example. We said on Disney, if they had like a random button or Friends, you know, something with a library within itself. 
Totally. So the moment on... Go on. I was going to say, we're not just at a random show. How does it work? So it does. It it, it just completely... It doesn't... Well, unless I've been very unlucky. I've pressed it like seven or eight times (laughs) and it takes you to a random TV show and a random episode. And obviously these shows have also just all seemed to have been comedies. There's no point them diving you into, I don't know, Breaking Bad, Season 3, Episode 4. That's going to be a bit naff. But, see, we want a shuffle button, but I want a shuffle button on a TV series of my choice. So, for example, I want to go into, as you say, perfect example, The Simpsons. Shuffle, give me something. Whereas at the moment, you just press shuffle on the profile page and it randomly gives you a show and an episode. If you don't like that, you press right and it gives you another random show and an episode. Yeah, that, that to me is no different to what you would normally do trying to find something. The only difference is when you go to your continue watching, you've now probably got eight shows you didn't fucking care for. I'm just checking. I'm going to go to like, I've got it up on my TV. Let me go, let me choose a series and can I do random episodes on the series? No, I can't. So if I go into actual like Big Bang Theory, it's got what? So 12 seasons and that doesn't have a random feature. See, this is where tweaking, I think what you should be able to do, including films, I think you should be able to highlight stuff that you're interested to watch, including series, and the shuffle button chooses it from there. Because otherwise, I just, yeah. So, yes, they've kind of given us what we've been asking for, but not, it needs some tweaking. So if you're listening Netflix, so I've got Parks and Recreations, season one, episode one. Okay, play something else. What are you giving me now? You're giving me... I'm Adam Partridge, season one, episode one. Okay, so it's only going to, if I haven't seen it before, is it only giving me season one, episode one of each one? Oh no, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, season two, episode three. Oh, so yeah, it seems to only be catered for like comedy TV shows. Um, yeah, thank you, Netflix. Not quite what we asked for, but. Um, I mean, it's a step. They've, they've got the technology, I guess, and that's the most important thing. Like you said, they just got to put it on individual yeah. series. I don't know. Maybe just being, you know, precious. But I just, I just feel like it would help. You know, just tweak it. And I don't just want a random. I just can't ever just imagine saying, I don't know what to watch. Just pick anything in the world for me to watch. That's just such a next level of lazy, surely. Especially when Netflix has what got millions of hours of, of TV to watch. Otherwise, just choose like let's say The Office American, and then just hold down, close or even, my eyes, if give it was five just, seconds, um, and let it go. I was gonna say, even if it just connects to your watch list, yeah. where you'll, you'll put loads of things on your watch list, and it'll go All right. I'm randomly gonna pick something that you said you want to watch. That's what it should be like. That's what it should be. But as you say, yeah. just the technology. It's phase one. Like you know, yeah. you know my, you know one of my favourite expressions. You don't put your eggs in one basket. You don't make Rome yeah. in day one. You make it day two. Uh, um, yeah. So moving on, we will go to trailers now. I just want to get that little function out it's of important. the way. It's a big bit of news. Uh, the main trailer that really came out this week, apart from the trailer that kind of like dropped today, which kind of like a more coming up for Marvel, but we'll get to that. Um, the Tomorrow War. Um, Chris Pratt, 
starring uh, a man who's drafted to fight in a future war where the fate of humanity relies on his ability to confront his past. Um, it didn't do anything for me. It didn't do anything for me, but I feel like this this film felt more complex and bigger than any trailer could sort of explain. Yes, yes, very true. Very I mean, true. I, I felt like I watched it and I thought, well, right, I feel like something, something big's happening, but I don't really know why. It, it felt like it, if they told you too much, it would ruin the story, so they sort of caught in this situation. Yeah, it was only 30 second, 30 second trailer, so it technically is just a teaser. Um, it just felt very, gene- very generic, kind of, yeah, just the samey. Um, it's it's due July second, twenty twenty one. So we'll probably get a full on trailer later in the month. Um, also got J.K. Simmons in it, so the cast looks quite, quite, quite strong. But um, we'll see what that is all about. We then got a trailer for um, a DC TV program called Sweet Tooth. I've never yeah. heard of the character. I'm not saying I'm the biggest like comic book like I know my stuff, but Sweet Tooth is definitely new to me. A boy who is half human and half deer survives in a post-apocalyptic world with other hybrids. Um, it could be good. I didn't hate it. Um, it could be good. It got the trailer got me interested. Um, but apart from that, I don't really know much more there is to say, really. What do you think? Um, the, the biggest thing that I took from this wasn't that your program itself, is that um, Robert Downey Jr. is involved in the DC project. Uh, you know what? I didn't put two of together. I do remember it came up that he was... Um, that, that's was that's he... the biggest news that I took from this trailer. That is very, very that, true. That I thought... Um, it, I mean, obviously, we see a lot of people flip-flopping. It's not... It's, it's, it's more in people's heads. It's a big deal, and I guess a lot of the others. But that was that was the main thing that I took. I was surprised that he was involved with this. But, um, yeah, it seems all right. It reminded me of... Um, is it Fallout Boy? Had that music video with the guy with the horns? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it reminded, reminded me of that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but it just trying to think, 46 issues they had. Um, Sweet Tooth's an American comic book limited series written and drawn by Canadian Jeff Lemire and published by DC Comics. Vertigo imprint. Um, yeah, could, could be good. Um, it's due to come out June 4th. Um, d- didn't make it clear on what channel or anything like that. I think if it had Netflix, it would have a Netflix logo on it. Um, Maybe HBO Max, quite a lot of DC stuff comes out of HBO Max, but at the moment it's not very obvious. Um, so, yeah, there is that. Um, we got a new Pixar trailer for a film called Luca on the Italian Riviera. An unlikely but strong friendship grows between a human being and a sea monster disguised as a human. I think this looks, this looks great, like, but my main surprise for this. Is I think we're getting it for free again because it says streaming 18th of June, which would have mean would have had two Pixar films back to back. Um, for, well, I say for free, you got Disney Plus, but not cinema released, which is quite a big deal, right? That is a big deal. 
I get the whole Christmas Day um, soul being released on Christmas Day. Kind of everyone's indoors. We've had a whole lockdown. Um, can only like not release it for so long. So like, but I'm guessing June 18th things will start to potentially be open. Um, yeah, it looks a lot of fun. Looks like they kind of they see creatures, and when they come out to land, they're humans. But they get any water on them, they then show their creature side. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I mean, it's fair to say. I mean, it's not much different than um, Aquaman meeting Batman, isn't it? Sort of a... Yeah. Just a more PG version of that. But yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those... I mean, trailers with all these are always a bit suspect, but you see the film and it's going to make people laugh, it's going to make people cry, and it's going to... It's going to touch it all normally. It's what they do, but it's going to visually look amazing and probably do a decent film. Very totally. rare they get it wrong, so. Yeah, very, very rare. Um, and then we got a trailer for Ghost Lab, which I didn't realize foreign subtitled. Um, looks a bit messed up. After witnessing a haunting in their hospital, two doctors become dangerously obsessed with obtaining scientific proof that ghosts exist. Oh, it definitely gave me creepy vibe. I think it's even more creepy with subtitle. I think that added to it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind um, sub subtitle films. I, I found it um, it was interesting. I just don't know if it could hold my attention for like two hours or whatever the runtime would be. It is one hour fifty seven minutes. Oh, there you go. Look at me go. Look at you but, go. Um, I'm not even going to attempt to announce the stars of the film. They're just stars. Yeah, because their names are kind of. If you need, to, you should know who they are anyway, everyone. The stars. <laughs> you should know. The stars are aligned. Shouldn't have to tell you. The stars. Um, but yeah, no, it's interesting. It basically looks like they go after this experiment. Um, they can't find ghosts, so they think if someone they know dies, they get a chance to find it frequently. So they find someone dying. They can't do it. They still can't get the evidence. So it looks like they discuss that one of them has to die. Yeah. Because then they know that per- Then they'll know to come back. To help the other one find it. That's very. I never saw Flatliners, but I imagine that's kind of similar to the story. Have you seen um, Flatliners? Yeah, and no, it's nothing like that. Oh, is that just them getting off flatlining to get an adrenaline rush of dying? <laughs> Basically, yeah. It's oh, okay. Not at all. But uh, yeah, that'd be. It, I'm sure it's going to be interesting. Different story. I like that. I'm, I'm a fan of new stories, so it's a film like nothing I've seen. So, therefore, it interests me. Hey, um, George A. Romero's Twilight of the Dead is in development. Sorry. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, um, like the undead creatures, he often made movies about the zombie movie Godfather. George A. Romero's work keeps coming back to life, even after man himself has passed away. Um, so, yeah, we are going to be getting a Twilight of the Dead, which I don't know how I feel without it being safe in his hands. But I guess... Yeah, I mean... Um, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? I mean, it, it's good that these things still get sort of honoured and done, but like you said, you haven't got the oversee, so there's, there's a free reign that's worrying. But I'm sure it'd be... Um, people could tell his style. If he's a fan of him, then it should be generally safe. I'm just still trying to um, kill him on zombie mode and call of duty. Oh, that was a Do fun mode, right? Him just walking was. like that—that that was, that was insane. 
the first time we played it, we actually thought we could kill him. Do you remember? Yeah, we try. Yeah, <laughs> you probably can. Play. Like if you get so many levels, yeah, um, we can. We just didn't have the right gun. It was just absolutely chaotic. Um, and then released the day, um, Marvel released a kind of trailer, very emotional, um, which announced quite a lot of the titles and dates of the forthcoming um, movie. So officially it's going to be called Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. I've heard they're going to be very respectful about... Um, oh, oh, Patrick... Oh, Bozeman's um, death. Oh, I've had a nightmare there. Out of respect of him. I do I do apologise. Um, every time, didn't you? I do. Um, Captain Marvel sequel is going to be called The Marvels, which I don't know how I feel about that. Um, got a new Fantastic Four logo, which looks great, but that, that doesn't have a date. Um, it's not the same logo they showed before. It is, is or teased before, definitely. Um, yeah, guys, get free. Ant-Man, the Wasp, Quantum Mania, um, and our first look at the Eternals. We say first look, blink and you'll miss it. It's not, it's not on for long. It's quite, it's quite a good um, Stanley voiced over um, trailer, which is quite. It's Chadwick Boseman. I do apologise. My mind always goes terrible. Everyone's going to scream and be like, fucking respect, disrespectful kit. Um, yeah, that was Marvel. And then a new kind of segment. I've got some new toys that are coming out. Action figures. Action figures. Um, Jean-Claude Van Damme statues by Premium Collectible Studio, which I feel look pretty sick. Yeah, they're good. I mean, it's, it's obviously... Normally dominated by NECA, but it sounds like some other people might be getting in the hunt, so that's good. You got a normal one with him in like black shorts, but you got one with um the gloves and like the kind of cut glass like stuck to his fists. Apparently this, this has been pushed same. through because of um his rating in the top six action heroes last week. There's been a high demand for this. Oh, have a cool's light, John. Calm down, mate. Calm down. Have, a, have yourself a cool's light. Um, and some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mirage Comics variant reaction figures. Um, every turtle comes with a pizza slice. Beautiful. Which I'm kind of guided by the looks of it. They don't all go together to form a complete pizza, which I feel they've missed. They've missed a. They've missed a slice there. Splinter's coming, baby. Who was your favourite turtle? Do you know, we were discussing this at my work the other day, and I, I sit and um, I, I was saying it changes, I think, as you get older. So basically, I think when I was younger, my favorite was Michelangelo. Yeah. When I, when I really watched the series. And then you sort of get a bit older, and you realize that Raphael is a bit of a bad motherfucker. Yeah. So you edge towards him. But then you get even older still. And you have a new level of respect for everything that Donatello did. And how Donatello basically made everything and he's a bit of a gangster and he's the reason that it's all ties together. And he gets no to come point. to a time, it's Leonardo. I was going to say, at no point do you ever give a shit about Leonardo, really. I was always... Oh, I was always 
as you say, between Raphael and Michelangelo, Michelangelo was real cool, chilled out. Raphael was the hothead, but like you knew he'd kick ass. Um, do you yeah. Mean, didn't you? I mean, you got a bit of growing to do in your respect, Donatello. Bit of growing, it'll, it'll come there. But interesting, none of them have. They all have the same coloured headband. These yeah. action figures, um, which is weird. But I'm guessing maybe that's how the um, the Mirage Comics variant is. The only way you can tell them apart is the weapons that they're um, holding. But um, yeah, that was the new toys. Um, that's pretty much it for this week's movie news. Um, this week in history. Um, 1999, the Mummy film, directed by Stephen Summers, starring Brendan Fraser, Rachel Weitz, and John Hanna, premieres in the US. Uh, we then had in 2019, Childish Gambino, also known as Donald Glover, releases the music video to new single "This Is America" to wider acclaim. Never knew that. This did is you? America. Doing my dripping, Doing my dripping, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in 2004, in the video, wasn't it? I'll make that. Is it? I'm wow. sure it was. Yeah, good video. In 2004, TV sitcom Friends airs season finale in tenth and final season in US um, to 52.5 million viewers. I was in America when the finale um, aired. I remember watching this live many, yes, many moons ago in That's Orlando. That is commitment. And then the week later was the um, Frasier. Season finale. Oh, that's right. Um, in 2007, Shrek the Third, directed by Chris Miller and Raman Huey, with voices by Mike Myers, Cameron Diaz, and Eddie Murphy, premieres in Westwood, California. Uh, in 1997, science fiction film The Fifth Element, written and directed by Luke Besson, starring Bruce Willis and Miller. Jovovich is released, then the most expensive European film ever made. I remember going to see this for a pound. They had a cinema week at the cinema, a cinema day. I can't remember what it was, and you could see any film for a pound. And I remember seeing this for a pound oh. back in 97, uh, many, many moons ago. Um, in 2011, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, directed by Rob Marshall, starring Johnny Depp and Penelope Cruz, premieres. Opening weekend makes three hundred and fifty point six million dollars. That is Jesus. a nice chunk of change. It costs eight hundred million to make, but you don't see that. Um, I don't know. <laughs> um, going back in nineteen fifty-eight, Dracula film starring Christopher Lee as the eponymous vampire, directed by Terence Fisher, is the first Hammer horror film released. Have you seen that? You're a big horror horror man. I've got the whole Hammer Horror box set, to be honest with you, but I've only like flipped through some of them. They made a lot. Go back a little bit further. 1958, Vertigo, American film noir, psychological thriller directed by Alfred Hitchcock, starring Jimmy Stewart and Kim Novak, is released. Um, later release as a U2 song. So. Oh, and that's pretty much it for this week in film. Oh, mate, that's all you need. Um, you know, that means, didn't you? There's just one question I've got to ask you. What is it? 
What's on the box? All right, what is on the box? What have we been watching this week? What should you be watching? What should you be avoiding? Um, it's time to find out as we sort of dive into the streaming networks, I guess. Yeah. Streaming channels. As we look at Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, and whatever else we can find that's readily available for people and look at what's new and some things that are old that's available that people should be watching. Oh, Griff, what are some of the things we've been watching this week? Let's start off. We were watching a movie. We went to Netflix and one of the newly released um, movies, um, Bad Trip, um, released on Netflix on 26th of March. Um, this mix of a scripted buddy comedy road movie and a real hidden camera prank show follows the outrageous misadventures of two buds stuck in a rut who embark on a cross-country road trip to New York City. The storyline sets up shocking real pranks. Um, directed by Kitao Sakura, um, who hasn't really done anything of note and hasn't gone on to do anything yet. Um, story by Eric Andre, Kitao Sakura, Andrew Barcelon. Screenplay by Dan Curry, Eric Andre, and Kitao Sakura. And uncredited contributing writer Jenna Park, Catherine Borrell. Starred Eric Andre as Chris, Chris Carey, Michael, no, Michaela Conlin as Mar- Mariah Lee, Lil Rel, how they're fucking setting me up for a trick here. Lil Rel, Howery as Bud Malone, the beaver, the, that's his name, and Tiffany Haddish as Trina Malone. Oh, bad trip. So basically, and Jack produced by story. Jeff Tremaine as well. And produced by Jeff Tremaine. That's a big deal. It's basically jackass with a story, right? Yeah, like I said, it, as soon as I saw um, sort of Jeff Tremaine was involved, you sort of knew straight away. I was just like, okay, wow. And then obviously, uh, I guess for people that have seen Bad Grandpa, where obviously it's, it's a story, but it has the real sort of pranks involved in the story it's basically like that and then i noticed it was called bad trip and i thought oh this is going to be the bad trilogy you know that's sort of the thing they're going to put bad in front of situations but um yeah how do you find it i think it started strong yeah and i was like okay i'm game for this this is this is quite funny but the more it went on the more it lost my attention and by that, like, I started kind of looking at my phone. I uh, I did like the beginning bit. But as it went on, I don't know. It just didn't do it for me. And I love Jackass. I love Dirty Sanchez. I love these kind of things. But it just got a little bit silly. And I was like, as if, like, people, and I thought the actors were too big to, for people not to, not to know. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, I understand that. Like the bit of the blender at the beginning was hilarious. That 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 kind of shocked me, and thankfully it shocks the people in in the um in the food bit that he was dishing. And I did like the bit where she's um escaping from like the bus, and the guy's there, community service himself, and he's just like, just get out of here, <laughs> just get like go. Oh, 
and she keeps on coming back and he's just like literally doesn't doesn't want to get in trouble. I found that quite funny. Yeah. Um maybe just let down by the story. If they're trying to do a story, maybe that that's probably where it let it down. Because it, it was it is a road trip movie. Um but yeah, what what was, what was your thoughts? Um similar. So I, I found myself like dipping in and out of interest similar to what you said I didn't hate it I found um, some of the bits OTT I think my probably my favourite bit was probably the credits where they were sort yeah. of actually telling people they've been recorded and there was a bit where like um, the sister was like going to kill someone and she was shouting going you did fucking nothing you were just going to let me kill it and I just <laughs> uh, things like that I thought were quite funny I think the idea is good. I, I couldn't work out in my head if I thought this would be better as a TV series. But then I thought, no, I like the idea of being a film because it is sort of semi-different. So um, I don't know. I think the concept is it was good. But like you said, it was just the, the story. It, it kind of felt predictable. Yeah. Totally. You know, basically the story is he's chasing, chasing like someone he used to go to school with who's like proper that made it in comparisons to him and he's going to travel around the country to say that he loves her because once she meets him, she's going to love him even though she's already met him and didn't. And it's just sort of very much just like that sort of that vibe. You sort of, you know how it's going to go. But yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's not, it's harmless, but I, I've got no need to watch it again. That's the problem. Like the whole, like him going into the gorilla cage and the gorilla kind of, Let's just face it, like fucking him, pretty much. Which yeah, is like, know. surely people I... can tell that that's a guy in a gorilla costume. That, that, that's my thing. I mean, it, it, some of the pranks were just so over. Like, even the blender stuff, like, he just sort of taped up his hand and went. Like, it was still like, I don't know, some of it was so far fetched. And even when he, I don't know, I don't want to ruin too much. I mean, I don't know. It's different. It's actually a film that hasn't been done for ages. It's, it's not on the same level, I think, as Jackass. But there was different sort of pranks, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's, but, um, it's a nice enough movie. I don't think I'd ever watch it again. Um, I think there are better sketch movies. That's the thing, I though. Think it's, I, it's, I think it's action hard to watch it. I think action points better, which is a similar kind of like yeah. story based like crazy scenes um it just I, I did find it funny where like again he just apologized to her and she's like get the fuck out as in like she's gonna forgive him yeah um, not too far this time but it's a it's hard in it it's, i don't think there is a lot of rewatchability to it but that's that's the concept of a lot of these sort of prank things the only way you if there's a bit that really stood out that you thought was hilarious you may watch it with someone to sort of gauge their reaction. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's a safe safe bet. Like, you you just looking at them rather than the screen. Like um, Jack asked you, you might rewatch the film again quickly just to like, then watch it with a friend that hasn't seen it to see how they react to it, you know. To see how they react about a guy having an extra of a toy up his ass, toy car up his ass. Yeah. Oh. Exactly that. Uh, the only bit of trivia I can find, the film was scheduled to premiere at South by Southwest on March 14th, 2020, 
and was supposed to receive a fresh call released by Orion Pictures on April 17th, but was postponed indefinitely due to the COVID-19 pandemic. It was accidentally released on Amazon Prime Video on April 17th and pirated prior to its official release. The film was later sold to Netflix, which released it on March 26th, 2021. The Bad Trip received general positive reviews from critics. Uh, uh, it's not terrible. It's just not great. And I think, you know, I, I, I obviously didn't enjoy it as much because obviously it didn't kind of keep my attention throughout. Um, I suppose that's just me being honest. Yeah, I mean, you you watch it more for the pranks and the story's basically the back burner. Totally. So if, you, if you want to watch like this sort of romantic, like, or whatever it is, sort of journey story, it's completely the wrong film because it's it's not going to live up to it. But if you watch it for the pranks, then you might get into it more. But as a film, for the story, probably not so much. Totally. We've got a new ranking system. So... We've got, for movies, we've got Rewind and Return or Rewind and Rent Again. And I've got a funny feeling, like, I know what you're going to go for as well as mine. I certainly would rewind and return the movie. Yeah, this, this would be a Rewind and Return. Totally, totally. Um, we have some new stuff, like, it's, it's weird for this kind of thing, because my uh, favourite scene for me was the blender, probably. Um it did kind of shock me and it did kind of make me chuckle a little bit. Um, did you have a favourite scene? Um, oh, Jesus. I, I kind of like them. Um, oh, you know when they're sort of dancing? I thought it was quite funny. Oh, the beginning. <laughs> was yeah. Quite funny. I do, I do quite sort of like a, a random dance thing. The blender thing worked, but obviously you picked it, so it's sort of harder to say. But the griller thing was ridiculous. Um, maybe hoovering the car at the beginning, where his clothes got ripped off. Yeah, that was pretty good. Just I've... because the guy's reaction was just so chill, but sort of like, what do you want me to do, man? So I quite enjoyed that. He's like, I've blown it. No, you're good, man. You're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, that's that was bad trip. Um, we also watched the first episode of History of Swear Words. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, get away with that. Um, all episodes were released on fifth of January, twenty twenty one, and education and expletives. The history lesson you didn't know you needed, hosted by Nicholas Cage a loud and proudly profane series that explores the origins, pop culture usage, science, and cultural impact of curse words. We will talk in episode one, fuck the silly putty of the English language, our most malleable swear word can refer to sex, rage, confusion, excitement, and a whole lot more. What do you think of this? Because obviously we were excited this coming out, but we never really watched it, so it's good to have an excuse to watch it. Um, the episodes are about 20 minutes long. Yeah, I, I think that's a perfect length for a show like this. It's not necessarily saying I'm going to binge. I wasn't left like, like gagging for the next episode, but I will watch them all. You know, I, I think it was funny. I think it was the perfect length. I think it was far more educational 
then you, you sort of like realise it wasn't just people saying like fuck and all this. It actually sort of gave, tried to give you like a little bit of history and different facts. So it worked for that. But um, yeah, I really enjoyed it, to be honest. I felt it didn't have enough cage. Um, <laughs> there, there was a lot of, cam- lot of, lot of celebrities yeah. popping up for stuff. And out of those 20 odd minutes, cage is probably on screen for three, four minutes. He kind of puts the pieces together and kind of chips in and all that. Um, it kind of, as it says, it shows the origins of the thing. It's very interesting to know that Jonah Hill holds the um, record for fucks. In film. Yeah, crazy, crazy facts, isn't it? So um, that that's pretty good. Wolf of Wall Street helped him get that record. Yeah, I, I, I was exactly the same as you. I say for TV shows, we have like binge or bin. Um, I wouldn't bin. But again, I wouldn't binge. It, it was good. It's good to put on every now and then. It feels like a sort of, you know, if you're if you're short for something for dinner, you can throw it on the background. Um, I, I'll say binge, just purely because I don't want to bin it. So yeah, you know, it, it's it's you know, I, I'll definitely, you know, we will watch them all. So I just yeah, it's just not going to be a. Let's put them all on back to back and watch two hours of history as well. It, it would, I think, if you watch it like that, it'd probably get repetitive. Oh yeah, totally, totally. I think there's it, you know, six episodes in total. Yeah, you've so got that's... you've got fuck followed by shit followed by bitch followed by dick followed by pussy followed by damn. See, I don't think damn's a swear word. There's no bastard. There's no. T- that's why I was just American program. Maybe bastard and twat's more of a an English kind of thing. Damn. Maybe season two. I doubt we'll ever get the old. See you next Tuesday. That's the finale, isn't it? That's the that's the Christmas special. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas special. Only running to one. Um, cool. Biff binge. Um, we also watched marriage or mortgage. Um, all episodes were released 10th of March 2021. Married or single? We've all heard it. You could buy a house for the price of that wedding. But have you ever stopped to think, what if you actually did? Um, presented by Sarah Miller and Nicole Holmes. We are talking episode one, new to Nashville. After moving to Nashville for work, a fun-loving pair mull over setting down roots for Bash to remember or the space of their own to call home. Um I know I'd seen this before, and obviously I watched it again for this. What, what, what were your thoughts about it as a first-time watch? Um, weird. Uh, interesting concepts. Um, I, I found the ending to this one thing. I don't, it, it's kind of weird because I felt like it wasn't really what they wanted for like a wedding. It was more just, hey you want to do this so that it was a bit like okay but I understood you basically got sort of a person picking houses and a person picking weddings and they, they pick who sort of wins and they go back and they're just like oh yeah you know I could tell you you get it for 30 grand but now you can get it off like 15 pounds and it just sort of they sort of roll down at the amounts and at the end but I, I didn't mind it um I can't. It's kind of weird. I think I'll watch a second episode 
just to see how it pans out. And I think uh, that will determine. I don't think I will, because, like, I've, I don't know, in my head, obviously these people have got, like, let's say 30 grand, which is a big wedding, or they can deposit for a mortgage for a house. And um, when she brought out the golden tea, she gets him, he's always favourite game has been, like, a golden tea, which obviously... I didn't know this was like massive in America, but in pubs in England, like the golden tea machine, when you've had a couple of drinks, you go to your mate, stick a pound in, fancy a game of golf. It's crazy to see me and you've been playing golf lately. I've been playing golf, yeah. <laughs> um, and she got it for him, and I thought the house was perfect. And then what, what I didn't get was, and as you say, maybe I do need to watch an episode two, is obviously we, this kind of show, you don't have to watch in order. And the fact that they choose wedding, spoiler. Um, but at the end, you get a little, due to COVID-19, they couldn't have had the wedding of their dreams. So you just had a little, they, they did have it, but like on a much smaller scale. And I'm like, that's what you chose as your first episodes. Well, that, yeah, that's basically, what you chose to go out with. Yeah, everything's gone to shit. And I kind of sat there and thought, well, how much of a smaller scale was this? Because if your 30 grand wedding suddenly only 10, could you not have got the house? Like, what's the exactly. deal here? Exactly. And I just... And when that uh, fucking... Mate, the hostel part... It, the, go on. You say, when it said smaller scale, and you're watching there, and they're still standing outside with that fucking van selling that food, you think, oh, fuck off. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I everything... <laughs> did you not think that a little bit? I did, I did. Um, <laughs> I, I, I didn't really... I didn't really take to the two hosts. Um, I don't know. I don't like... I know that there's a TV programme for everything, really. We've only yeah. got two people competing to kind of, I don't know, control, take you into the next step of your life. I'm just... Uh, technically, if it was a great show, it'd be like, you know what? I can get you a wedding for like, of your dreams, 10 grand, and the rest of the 20, you can get a house as well. That's the TV show. Marriage and mortgage, not marriage or mortgage. Because I just think, no matter what, if you put it on a plate, uh, I suppose if you're the guy like, I've got to choose marriage because I suppose love conquers all. Or am I going to be materialistic and get a house? But then a house, get on the property ladder. I don't know. I, I just, maybe I should watch the second episode, but. What is yeah. it? I mean, it, it, the second episode has sort of got me a little more. All right, what, what's the dealio with this? So True. it's got. It's. I feel like I'm. I'm willing to give it one more. So I'm not. I'm not going to stretch to a binge, but I don't want to completely dismiss. I feel like we need a middle category here because both of them have been middle. So <laughs> I want to go bin, but um, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll invent. We'll invent a middle category. Yeah. Maybe... Over, overall, I'd say bin, but. I'd be willing to give a second one a watch as like closure to make sure I was right. Perfect. Does that Perfect. make sort of sense? Yeah, it makes total sense. Um, easy to watch on Netflix, all episodes, whether they get a season two or not, I do not know. Um, and then we watched one episode from the vault yeah. and we went to Disney plus and we went to dinosaurs which was originally released April 26th, 1991. 
It went on to October 19th, 1994 on ABC. Um, had four seasons, 65 episodes. This show follows the life of a family of dinosaurs living in a modern world. They have televisions, refrigerators, etc. The only humans around are cavemen who are viewed as pets and wild animals. It was created by Michael Jacobs, also wrote Girl Meets World, and Bob Young, who wrote one episode of Smart Guy. That's all I could find that he did, really. There was a lot of talk. Uh, we're talking episode one, The Mighty Megalosaurus. Earl tells Baby the story of how he came into the world, a story in which he asked for a raise from M- Mr. Richfield and has to choose between buying Fran a new cookware set or buying himself a 90-inch television set. What did you think about this classic? I remember this being on ITV, daytime TV, back in the day. Oh, I was going to say, I remember it was like... It felt like a 5 p.m. on a Saturday, didn't it? This was like, I remember this was hyped up as the rival to The Simpsons. Yeah, I don't remember it being on weekday. It definitely felt a weekend kind of I thought early it was Saturday, afternoon. I thought, yeah, I thought it was, yes, yeah, Saturday like five or something. Yeah, it's just, uh, I never really remembered much about it, but when I started watching it, I started remembering the characters, yeah. um, especially remember the cool, the cool son. Um, it's pretty cool. And you know what? The show was a lot of fun. It was a lot more fun than I f- thought I'd enjoy. Um, it was. It felt like a strange first episode. I know by the end it gets really, really dark. Mm. But, um, yeah, I actually um, enjoyed it. It, it. It's good to fit his job's just to knock down trees. <laughs> just that's, that's the job that he has. I thought it was and quite deep, but it, it touched on... Um, him destroying the forest and the animals. Yeah. But it's quite yeah. deep. They touched on that all the way back then. So that was, um, it's good. But no, I enjoyed it. Again, episode's about 20 minutes long. Um, it's harmless. It's, it's a good and yeah. This is perfect for a shuffle button. Yeah, exactly. Shuffle, shuffle button on this is like, just give me a random, I, I don't care what I want to watch. Just, just give me any kind of, any kind of order. Yeah, um, I think I'd definitely, um, I'll definitely watch more. But like you said, I'm not going to, I might get I might get into it and end up going through them or it's, it's harmless but it's just it's it's definitely something I'll watch because I did enjoy it it brought back good memories but it's just am I riding off nostalgia or am I just really enjoying it that's that's where my head's at yeah that's, that's safe uh, yeah I, I think riding off the nostalgia yeah. um, can you just feel like oh my god I remember this but obviously it did make me go on and watch the second episode um Okay. Maybe because I didn't want to get what we're talking about like mixed up, but oh, I can see myself enjoying a couple of more episodes. I think again, maybe we do it in the middle category because sixty-four episodes. I can't see me binging it, but I definitely don't want to bin it. So um, this is a new season, so I've just got to what iron out some things. We'll come out of a middle segment. So at the moment I say binge, but I kind of mean binge. <laughs> Yeah, binge, but over a long period of time. It's not like it's a lot to binge, but yeah, this this will be this will get there. I'll definitely nip in and out. Uh, even though Dinosaurs is a family friendly show, the Mighty Megalosaurus rated PG because Earl swears in this episode, which didn't pick up on. Wow. He said, "Damn, <laughs> fuck!" Nicholas Cage fuck. comes yeah. in like, <laughs> um, and this episode is stuff. <laughs> and this episode establishes Earl's name as Earl Sneed Sinclair 
and establishes Fran's habit of using Earl's full name when annoyed with him. Oh, that's dinosaurs, really. Um, it's on Disney Plus, and it's a lot of fun. It won one prime time Emmy. Oh, Emmy award winning dinosaurs, outstanding art direction for a series. So that was what we have watched together as such. But what else have we watched? Any other key um, standout shows that you've seen this week? Um, a couple of things. Um, last night, randomly, I whacked on the young ones, the, um, the episode where they go on University Challenge. Nice. Um, I don't know why. I just fancy watching it. And it's really interesting because I think you have to have been from that era to appreciate the young ones. Yeah. My wife was just like, what the fuck are you watching? And did not find it funny at all. And I'm laughing about Vivian chasing a soccer around. Um, this escape. It, it's a bit of a weird show if you're not really into it, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like you have to sort of, if you've never seen it before, don't really get it. I think it's one that you'd have to start sort of um, early doors, I guess, and sort of build up and go through them all. It's one with Motorhead, um, Ace of Spades as well. They always had a band, didn't they? Like, uh, like singing at some point. I remember one of the episodes, um, I had Madness in it. And I think Richie asked him, like, do you know any Cliff Richard? <laughs> you hum it, I'll smash your face in. Um, <laughs> I, I just remember one of the greatest pub names ever, the Kebab and Calculator. <laughs> it always tickles me. Um, a pub name. Um, I strangled upon thanks to Netflix. Um, it, it, it bragged about a program called Motherland season two coming to Netflix. I was like, I gave the first episode a watch and all of a sudden I'm already onto the second season because it's on BBC iPlayer. Just about a load of mothers really struggling with the school run and just really easy to watch, really. And that was two days ago and now I've watched eight episodes. Um, Jesus. And unfortunately, I watched the Line of Duty finale, but um, I suppose... I know you don't watch it, but I suppose you saw on Twitter everyone's distaste for it. I watched, I watched the finale. What do you think of it? Yeah, I'm sure. Obviously, I've never really seen an episode before, and I've seen any bits through um, what people have sort of said about it. But um, yeah, even I felt disappointed. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, but I think it was a bit rushed. I, I know there was loads of rumours that um, I say when it started airing they hadn't finished filming uh, because of COVID like I think some of it was rushed um, I'm hoping there's a new season and it's not finishing like this but who knows that there could be a powerful meaning behind it all that like well, it is just go on I still think it's a bit of a red herring if I'm honest with you because when he was in the prison at the end there was a smirk on his face which I think told more than people realised I hope so I hope so that, that smirk sort of needs to be the focus yeah yeah most definitely um i'm trying to think what else and um apart from watching the normal kind of stuff i've been watching the syndicate which is kind of trash tv on bbc about like a lottery ticket and just easy to watch really <laughs> yeah, it's and, trash, um, though. and my wife's got me into skins which i've never there seen before do you ever watch skins um no i oh, mean neither and um, she showed me, and it's, it's a lot deeper than I thought. A lot <laughs> deeper. 
Um, yeah, apart from playing golf against you, they're pretty much um, well, shit, we'll have to we'll have to do um, some golf and each episode how we're doing against each other. But the last night doesn't count. Last night I was doing the buttons. Now I've I've learned a bit more buttons and failed miserably, but at least I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Tee off against me, yeah. <laughs> I'm growing. I'm growing as a person. Um, yeah, well, I've watched. I mean, really, the only thing that stands out. I mean, I watched sort of general, like trash bits. But the only thing that's really stood out has been I've been sort of continue watch the Circle, USA season two, on um, Netflix. They released another four episodes this week. They're doing four at a time. And the next week they're releasing the final on um, okay. Wednesday or Thursday. So I'm up to date with that. Um, it's different. The Americans play um, differently to the way the UK one's done. So it's quite a different show. There's a few good characters in it. But the, the main standout is one of them. There's two of them together playing one catfish. And basically one of them said, I'll ask you the question, prison for a year or prison until you complete a Rubik's Cube? Prison for a year, because I don't think I'd ever be able to do a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> but, 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 but in the same way, if you're determined, no, I don't you've got nothing do else it. to do. If you've got nothing else to do, but bear in mind, I'm in prison, I can't Google hints. I, I, I'm just there. I think I'll just slowly go insane. The, the pressure would be unreal. And I just, and you'd think, oh, I've got it, but one piece, but like, you may have to move twenty five pieces, get extra pit. I don't think I could do it. I, I'd choose prison for a year. What did you? What would you do? Um, I'm quite a confidence guy, so I reckon I could probably get it. Let's I'd like to think. Cube. I, I reckon I, I could cube. get it within a week. You reckon? Yeah. That's a massive confidence. I'm going to buy you a Rubik's cube for your birthday. Um, I can't wait till September. I want it now. <laughs> uh, do you know what I do? I might try and get a Rubik's cube and. Um, muck it all up and see how long it takes me to do it. Do it. Do it. That, that's a great question, though. I generally feel like there'd be so much pressure. Can't Google hints. You just, uh, you just stare at it. I think it would send you loopy. And you're there for life, then. Well, Justin Bieber could do it like, straight away, can't he? He's like one of those like 90-second guys. Justin Bieber can do anything. He's a magician. He's <laughs> amazing. Look at that guy's voice. I know you can't see a voice, but you know what I mean. Best of thing you can. He's unbelievable. He's the best. I did my time. Oh, I love that oh, Justin God. Bieber remake. Um, I just yeah, also, and I did, and I did oh. also watch. Um, if you ever watch it, on BBC iPlayer, I just started um, Australian RuPaul Drag Race, and RuPaul's such a diva just because he's got no makeup. He refused to like. Be on the judging panel in drag, which is like, how can you like? I I, I just I, I love the show. Don't get me wrong, but I don't understand how you're going to judge people on their makeup just because you couldn't fly your makeup artist over. He's just got to do big free boots, and then, yeah, the whole season's him like not in drag, and they did some bit like. He's talking to himself. Obviously, he's clearly recorded bits where he's back at home, interacting with himself. Um, apart from that, the new queen's like, they're all bitchy. I love it. 
he doesn't love bitching this. Oh, sorry. That, that, that's pretty, no, pretty much all I've watched. And um, well, loads, of, loads of Man United fans breaking into a stadium. Oof, I won't get into that. Or waiting for like season four of like they didn't say everyone thinks they're <laughs> they're arguing about the old Super League. They just want this episode to come out. Oh, do we need it? Um, if people want to find us on social media, where can they find us on Instagram? They can find us at Paul and Griff Show. And if people want to find us on Twitter, where can they find us? At Paul and Griff Show. Oh, that is everything you need to know, people. Thank you for all the love and support. Um, it's always appreciated. You guys are the best. I hope you're enjoying the new season. We've got loads of cool things coming. We're having a lot more freedom with this. Obviously, we're still doing movie reviews, but it's also mixed in with a lot more other stuff. So it's going to be cool. If you've got any shows that you've seen that you want to recommend, throw them out there. It could be a um, new show. It could be from the vault. But we're up for ideas. Those are a streaming service. Exactly. It's got a streaming service. Otherwise, we'll just ignore you. Or maybe block Cause you. Because we're, che- yeah. we're cheap. We're cheap. We're cheap. And we don't want to buy any more DVDs. We're not allowed to. Not allowed to. Let's get rid of some. Um, <laughs> <laughs> take it easy. We'll see you next week. Catch you later. Bye.